Welcome to the Consumer Rights Talk, where we discuss all things at the intersection of consumer rights and the law, including issues in foreclosure, debt collection abuse, student loans, credit reporting, and more. I'm your host, Attorney Adam Deutsch with the Northeast Law Group and northeastlawgroup.com. Visit our website for more information. Thank you for listening, and as always, remember the information shared in this recording is not legal advice. Welcome back to the Consumer Rights Talk. Today's discussion is all about uh, consumer credit files, credit reports. So much of American life is tied to our financial health. There are 183 million Americans with credit cards, and most people have well more than one. We pay for meals, clothing, and everyday essentials with credit. It's unimaginable to many Americans the idea of buying a car or home without obtaining a loan to pay for it. Beyond these transactions, your credit score and credit history may be used by prospective employers and landlords to assess you before you get hired or approved to rent an apartment. There are few parts of modern life that are not directly impacted by credit. In a study from the Federal Trade Commission all the way back in 2013, uh, the government concluded that 25% of consumer reports contain errors. Uh, That's just an amazing number. These errors can have a very negative impact on your credit score and result in collateral problems. For example, you may be denied credit altogether or approved, but the interest rate or cost of financing will be more expensive. Hey, if you're applying for a job that has you know, any security issues, maybe you are uh, working for the Defense Department or um, some private contractor that works with the government, you may very well have a, or, or you're, a finance, you're in finance, right? Maybe you're uh, uh, in stock trading um, or even insurance sales. If you're in the financial markets or in government, it's often um, you know, common to have a financial background check for your job. So this could actually result in the loss of employment opportunities or the loss of a job altogether. One common error that happens with credit files is uh, referred to as a mixed file. This means that information on your credit file actually belongs to another person. In other words, they mix the files of two people. This is most problematic where the mix results in inaccurate reporting of a delinquent debt bankruptcy, or other event that can negatively impact your ability to borrow money. Generally, there are three causes of mixed files. First, there are errors where the furnisher of credit information identifies the wrong social security number. Perhaps the information was entered manually and one digit was wrong. This can result in a consumer having someone else's information on their report. The next common cause for mixed file occurs where people who are unrelated but have the same or similar names get crossed. For example, it's estimated that there are more than 30,000 living people with the following names. James Smith, Michael Smith, Maria Garcia, David Smith, Robert Smith, and Maria Rodriguez. With these names having so many people with the same names, there's a lot of opportunity for mixed files. Now, the third common error occurs where people have generational names such as Steve Johnson Sr., Steve Johnson Jr., and Steve Johnson III. Uh, With these situations, you can have cross-generational mixed files. Of course, this last scenario where there's an error within the family has that added complication of bringing a family issue into the, the mix in addition to 
uh, a credit issue. So what do we do when these errors are found? Well, you know, there is a way to fix them, and oftentimes it's relatively easy. Where it's not easy, there's still a path to getting the problem fixed. Using the Fair Credit Reporting Act, which is a federal statute, these errors can be fixed. There's a process of notifying the credit reporting agencies, such as Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian, together with the company that furnished the incorrect information. Uh, and then these companies have a specific amount of time to investigate the error and to correct it. If they fail to take appropriate action, the consumer has a right to sue and to compel the information to be fixed. If a lawsuit is necessary, the consumer can also recover damages, which may include loss of income, employment, the ability to obtain financing, as well as the emotional impact that the consumer may have suffered. Financial stress is a leading cause of divorce and other complicated problems. So these can be very serious and, you know, don't overlook it. it it's a real, you know, fact of modern society, just how important credit is. Now, interestingly, if you go through the process and you've notified the agency, they don't correct it, you notify them, you know, again, they don't correct it. If it amounts to a, a certain level of this where, where you've notified them and they continue willfully to, to report the wrong information, you may actually be entitled to recover punitive damages, which is pretty rare as far as federal statutes are concerned. That's not common to be able to obtain. So, you know, the federal government, Congress did something right here. I mean, they recognize just how important uh, credit is to modern, you know, financial society, okay, to, to how all of us live our lives. And so they put in these hefty penalties uh, really as a deterrent and to protect us as consumers. Now, the other uh, remarkable thing under the Fair Credit Reporting Act is that in addition to damages, you can actually recover your court costs and attorney's fees. So what does that mean? Well, that means that if uh, you do need assistance of counsel, then, uh, which is often, you know, recommended, frankly, if you if you're going to go down this path, uh, I think that you'll find an attorney is less expensive than you think, simply because um, the fees and costs associated can be recovered and actually paid for by the credit reporting agency and furnisher of the wrong information. Which means, at the end of the day, you don't need to have an out of pocket cost uh, expense to your, yourself for fixing this credit problem. So. You know, there are two ways to find out about the errors. One is to go and uh, apply for a loan when you need it, and then all of a sudden you're denied, or they tell you, hey, um, you're approved, but this is going to cost you, you know, you're going to pay 8% interest instead of 4% interest. Okay, now that's a bad time to find out about the error, especially if you are really in need of whatever it is. You know, how are you going to get to work without a car? Not everyone lives where there's a public transportation system. Um, and so, you know, or, or you've applied for a mortgage to buy a house. Well, if all of a sudden you're denied uh, that application, it could be that, that your opportunity to buy that particular house, which is a one-of-a-kind thing, is gone forever. Uh, and, and that's really, you know, the worst time to find out about these errors. So, you know, as a prophylactic here, it, it's generally recommended that every year you obtain copies of your credit report from the big three agencies, Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax. Under the same statute, under federal law, 
You're entitled to a free copy once every 12 months, and it can be obtained by visiting annualcreditreport.com. I'm going to say that again, annualcreditreport.com. Now, there's a lot of advertisements out there, and there are a lot of other websites that offer um, copies of your reports, but keep in mind that those services you have to pay for access or you're giving up personal information in exchange for it. And you may not get the full report, but if you go to annualcreditreport.com, you will get your complete report, and you can get that once every 12 months. You know, I generally set um, a reminder on my calendar, and there's, you know, one time of year I do it in early fall for myself uh, and, and my family. And that may be something that you want to work into your uh, regular practice as well. Um, so when you obtain the report, you want to review it and you want to look to see if there's information that shouldn't be there. Uh, this is really the proactive way to ensure you don't get caught. Again, you just don't want to find this out when you're in the middle of applying for a loan to buy a house, car, or to finance college for your kids or yourself or some other necessary transaction. So, you know, th- there are attorneys who focus their practice on this area of law. And if you discover an error on your file, it's also recommended that you consult one of these attorneys. In my practice, the Northeast Law Group, we're really focused in Massachusetts and also New Jersey. But if you're in need of an attorney who works on the Fair Credit Reporting Act and you're not in these locations, a great place to look is consumeradvocates.org. Uh, that is the website. Again, it's consumeradvocates.org. And that website is for the National Association of Consumer Advocates which is a trade association of attorneys, and they they vet everyone very well and make sure that they only represent consumers. They don't represent corporations. Um, And on their website, there's an option to do a search for a geographical region and also an area of practice. So you could look for uh, the Fair Credit Reporting Act uh, type of practice on there as well. Um, So with that, uh, I encourage you to go visit Uh, The website, annualcreditreport.com, pull your report so that you don't get caught in the worst case scenario. If this has already happened to you uh, and you're you're denied credit or you had a higher cost of financing, then reach out to myself or another attorney and let's try and fix the problem and see uh, what can be done to remedy the situation. Thank you as always for listening to the podcast. Talk to you next time.